Mothers deserve the absolute best. So this Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. Osea's skin and body care is the perfect way to remind all the moms, mother figures, caregivers, grandmothers, and mother-in-laws in your life to make time for themselves. If you have been looking for the perfect gift, I recommend Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I've been using it for years and it seems like every single time I apply it, I get compliments on my skin. This body oil is rich, but it's never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. Your skin will feel more sculpted and toned and you'll be left feeling silky, soft and glowing. Another favorite of mine is the Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Ever since I've been using collagen, I have noticed a difference in my skin. In fact, it's never been better. Using Osea's body oil and lotion together is a mega moisture duo, giving you a full body glow. Osea's products are infused with our signature Andaria seaweed, but it's also clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Really just a perfect gift for yourself, the moms in your life, and even the planet. Spoil the moms in your life with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. Having a convenient and inexpensive way to send money around the globe makes my life so much easier. For these transactions, I trust TransferWise to give me the best rate every time. While there may be many ways to get your money from A to B, those transfers will cost you a lot more than they should. And it's the old way. TransferWise uses clever new technology that gives you great exchange rates at a low fee, and you can trust they never mark up the exchange rate ever. The founders of TransferWise, Tavit and Christo, did not set out to start a company. They were just like you and me, normal people frustrated by their bank's bad exchange rates and high fees from international transfers. They wondered, what if there's a way to bypass the banks altogether? That's why they built TransferWise. That was seven years ago, and today, two million people and counting use TransferWise. There's people sending money back home, businesses paying their suppliers, Freelancers getting paid, the list goes on. And the more customers they have, the more their already low fees can drop even further. So put some money in your pocket for the more important things in life, because no one ever said it's important that my bank gets some extra money. Test it out for free at transferwise.com slash podcast or download the app. Once again, that's transferwise.com slash podcast. Transferwise, the wise way to send money. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. Today, I have none other than my beautiful, super handsome, epic, awesome, superhuman man, Dennis, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't know how to introduce you anymore. You've been on the show so many times. I'm like, what am I going to say? You're my husband. You're my baby daddy. You're my business partner. You're my best friend. What else? Uh, that's about it, I guess. Do you have a specific way you like to introduce yourself these days? I usually no, no. Usually, when I introduce myself, it's with a handshake, but it's kind of hard to do that over <laughs> oh, the podcast. No, no. It's not just a handshake; it's an awkward handshake <laughs> with a knot. <laughs> Call it the Swedish knot. Hey, uh, happy wedding anniversary! Happy anniversary! Isn't it funny that we we are recording this today? Uh, yeah, randomly. Mm -hmm. Isn't it also funny that we forgot? Our own wedding anniversary? We, no, we remember yesterday. Yeah, that's forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> normally, I mean, I don't know normally, but we have been really good with celebrating. At, this is like the one thing that we celebrate well, I feel. Yeah. Well, and birthdays, I guess. Didn't we forget last year too? 
Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we forgot our like. We forgot our engagement anniversary, which you don't mm. want to celebrate anyway. No, we don't celebrate that. But I mean, we, we do celebrate that. We forgot the, um, like when we actually started going out, the April first. Oh yeah, April first. Yeah, a- April the Fool's Day is our dating day. That's an yeah. important day. Yeah. But we forgot it last year because we forgot it because baby was like two weeks old. Yeah, but I was I was just I was on my phone doing something and then your mom tagged me in a photo like happy anniversary Dennis and Rachel and it was yesterday and I was like what the fuck and I <laughs> pull up my phone I'm like is it today and it was like five p.m. or something I'm like wait we ha- I forgot our own anniversary but thank God it was a day early because it's today but I feel like we've been really good at giving each other gifts and making a big deal out of this day and then now it's just it has not happened. Yeah. It's the fourth one. It's not that important. But the next one is the big one. They're all big. <laughs> Don't you think they all should be big? Well, uh, the f- like the first and the fifth and then the tenth, those are like kind of a milestones. <laughs> I-, I feel those you should celebrate more. But you're not such a celebrating type person. I'm more no. of a celebra- celebrator of things. Yeah. Okay, but we've decided um, it has been a very intense spring for us in many different ways. Uh, we had uh, three months traveling or around Europe, fighting a lot. Correct. <laughs> we had like a hundred weddings and bachelor bachelorette parties and things to do. Two weddings, I think. Correct. No, three. Can you count them? Yes, it was uh, the Italy wedding. It was Patrick and Olivia's wedding in France. It was Stephanie and Adrienne's wedding in Stockholm that I was puking my guts out. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we only Three, made okay. one day. And then we missed two weddings because it was just too much. Yeah, that I know. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's been like a year. It is a year of weddings. But it's been, it's been very intense. And then we have been working our asses off day and night, working on this big new launch that's coming up. And we have a crazy toddler running around like it's been a very intense spring yeah how has this spring been for you i i thought it was pretty good yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) i'm segueing into that oh yeah it was fun traveling for you tell me tell tell us about it because i've been talking about this in the past podcast how it's been kind of hard for me but it was different for you and that's been like a topic in our relationship right now yeah after being a year at home it wasn't a year. Uh, sorry, 11 months. <laughs> it's It was kind of nice to be off the island again and see new stuff and do new stuff and be on vacation or, I don't know, just see new places. We've been to a lot of new places this trip that uh, it was kind of cool. Like there, It was a lot of different cultures in a little time and I thought it was amazing. What was your favorite favorite destination or favorite thing we did that i wish you had asked me before, <laughs> before so you could prepare oh my god so i could have like at least think about it <laughs> we'll i about i don't it know right yeah i don't know i uh they're all so fun in different ways like now that i think about it because for me overall this trip was really uh, stressful but when i think about specific destinations like we um like we were in barcelona we had a really beautiful moment on a square outside a church where the baby was chasing bubbles and like yeah. we went for ice cream i mean like we've done some cool stuff and i yeah. i want to i feel like you're really good at just remembering the good stuff and i'm really good at like ugh, keeping like this vibe of oh that was so hard <laughs> i don't know i 
the good thing about me is I always remember the bad stuff, but the bad thing about me is I also remember, I also forget the good stuff. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you also have a really crap memory overall, yeah. I think. No, I... But Spain like, was really... Spain was... Spain was really nice because we got to see uh, her grandfather, your father. Uh, we stayed in a... We stayed in a very beautiful luxury hotel as well. That was an eye-opener. Eye that was probably the nicest place we've ever been to. Yeah, it was like kind of seeing how... Shout out to our friend Holly who <laughs> hooked, us, <laughs> who hooked up. us up there. Because <laughs> but I mean, like, it's kind of like seeing how the 1% live there. It's like royalty famous people going there. Well, that hotel is owned... It was owned by a prince. Yeah. A prince of something. I don't know. I don't know. Was, I mean, we had, we did like, because we didn't plan, I guess. We're really good at just going somewhere, not planning. Yeah. I used to be really good at that. But now since having the baby, it's just, it's not as easy for me to be easygoing because I like, I like the boxed in kind of knowing where we are, knowing where the baby sleeps, knowing what she's eating. You're the routine. You want her to yeah. nap. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. At I love 9.02. It. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love yeah. that shit so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't care too much for that. <laughs> I but know. yeah, that was fun. And then from from Spain, we actually there was a strike in France, so the airspace in France was uh, yeah was we couldn't fly we France. couldn't fly to France, so we decided to fly to Barcelona, and that was kind of a little stressful to get to Barcelona because the flight that flight almost got canceled too. And then we got there and we stayed in a very beautiful hotel as well. I think we were pretty lucky with all the hotels, to be honest, yeah, where we if stayed. Anyone listening, we, we travel by, okay, not that super fancy place in, in Spain. That was not, uh, that, that was. That's uh, other level. But other I mean, level than the other one. But uh, Hotel Tonight is an app we use a lot. So if like, if you're booking something last minute, which is kind of the way we, we were traveling now. Um, you find good, super deals, good deals yeah. yeah, like the night of when you're going somewhere. So we found this really, so, it was more like an apartment place. I mean, it was cool. Yeah, it was like an apartment hotel, but it was in the center. And we were traveling with so many people that we had to choose and getting like two small crappy rooms or <laughs> one big room and we all stay in that big room. But Barcelona, I know I know you have a thing for cities, like you love to be in the city yeah. because you're a, you're an island, island boy. Yeah. No, I was. We, we saw a lot that day. You had a good time in Barcelona. No, I had a good time in a lot of places. Yeah. But all of this. Uh, and they had know, a lot of vegan food there. They did have great vegan food there. I know. Yeah. I know. But I mean, it, I'm not going to like say that this was the hardest thing I ever did, but I definitely had this sort of undercurrent of feeling stressed throughout everything we did. And you definitely didn't. So I'm really grateful for that because I don't think we would have. And sometimes I was annoyed with you because I was like, can you just get on, the, on on my train like where this is stressful and we have so many things to do and it's really hard for the baby. But you like you never came into my vibration. Like I wanted us to suffer together <laughs> when we had hard moments. Like, well, we were going through the, the suffering together. No, because you were like on this high, like we're in this yeah, five I mean... square feet foot apartment where the baby is in the same room and she's crying and like climbing the walls and it's like really intense. And that and you're we like, did together. We no, saw, but you were like we loving it. You're like, I, I can go outside and there's parks and cafes and everything is magical. And I was just like, oh my God, can you just like be a little like, can but you those hate are this two, with me? <laughs> those are two different things. Because the baby suffering we did together. She was crying. I was there. It wasn't like I was outside while she was crying inside. No, we did that together. But I think the challenge that we've had uh, has been... But we've been kind of on two different tracks the past yeah. three months. And then event inevitably, 
And I don't, maybe it is because, I don't know, I, yeah, there was one of the, we, we got a lot of questions for this podcast. It's actually unbelievable whenever I say, okay, Dennis is coming on the show. Like we get thousands of questions in a matter of minutes. People are so stoked to have you on the show and to listen mm-hmm. to what you have to say. And I, I love that. And one of the first things people were really asking was, what was it like to be alone with a baby? Because all of this stuff, you know, inevitably led to me um, diving into Project Alone Time. So I yeah. left and I spent a whole week in Aruba alone or six days alone. And you stayed with a baby in Sweden alone. And then you flew across the Atlantic alone with her. And I think we had, I don't know, 100 questions from people wondering, like, what was it like, one, to be alone with a baby and two, to do this 20-hour journey across the world alone with her? It, it was fine i we had so much fun she was such a champ uh i'm talking i'm just talking about being alone in sweden now mm-hmm. i yeah, guess okay. the, flight separate, can, separate yeah. the flight we yeah. <laughs> when uh when we had because we were uh, we were fighting because you didn't want us to split up at all you didn't want to like leave and you wanted to go early super bad but i didn't want my vacation taken away from me because i didn't know when we were going to go back the last time we went back to aruba i had to wait 11 months i'm it like was, it was six and a half months just dude, mind you mind you we august, were in sweden in august september. to may excuse me august september through april august to may count that half september well potato potatoes <laughs> it's not potato it's not a year okay yeah but anyway moving on. yeah so i didn't want to go back and think about like okay i'm gonna be stuck again on this island because you're hating traveling so much and for sure you're never gonna travel again but That's... do you feel stuck here no i as soon as i got back I'm, i was so happy to be back but i need to i need to have an exit of the island i need to know <laughs> when the next time is that we're going to leave you have island fever yeah but you're born here you're I, that's why I, like... <laughs> <laughs> I guess after 32 years you kind of <laughs> get the fever <laughs> Uh-huh. No, but okay. uh, being alone with her was so nice. We had such a good time. She didn't have, uh, she wasn't cranky even once. Um, um, only did, once when we spoke. She got cranky once because she was tired and hungry and we were having lunch. And, uh, and then she saw you and then she kept calling like, mama, 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 mama. And then we had to hang up and then then mama was gone. And then she looked, found a butterfly <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> and I sat here like crying on the couch. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely harder. For, it was harder for me. But it did backfire for me though. What part? Being alone. Because for me in my head, I was like, okay, next door we have your mom. She's going to help all out. We have your sister. She's going to help all out. But uh, without knowing, your mom decided to take a trip for that whole week. So I was literally alone with no help for the whole, for the whole like uh, extra week that I was there, which wasn't a problem. Just uh, some of the activities I wanted to do on my own, I couldn't do. But like what? Like biking or going out at night or like like you, just being. Are you saying that while you were convincing me like completely to go alone, like everything's gonna be fine? You're planning nights out and days biking. No, <laughs> not like that. But I mean, if something casually comes up. Like, I think our friend Frey wanted to just go have, like, an afternoon, like, drink somewhere. And I thought, okay, if grandma was there, that would have been a no-brainer. That could have been so easy. But that wasn't a problem at all. No, I mean, I think you did uh, amazing. I heard no complaints from you of any kind at all. (laughs) I mean, really. And and it seemed like everything was going... I mean, I knew things were going to be super smooth with her. That's never my concern. It's like, my concern is not that she's not going to be okay with you. It's more that it's really hard for me to... To, to leave her and I feel yeah. lesser than like guilty and 
yeah. and all of that. But it was sort of like as soon as I left, it was almost like this weight off my shoulders. Like, okay, I I need to decompress and land and figure out what it's like to, for me to be on my own. Because even before baby, like, I mean, I'm, I was never alone then. Yeah. Never alone now. And it was a, a, a forking marvelous <laughs> Marvelous six days. It really was. If I was, I was able to not think about you guys. If I was like thinking about you, or if I was looking at your Instagram story and videos of her, then I would get really down. So I just chose to not do that at all and focus on being here now with me. And it was, uh, yeah. Anyone who heard my last last week's podcast, it was it was absolutely super necessary. Yeah. And then um, uh, I spoke to my acupuncturist yesterday, and she said, "Oh, every mother I ever treat." Uh, I tell them they must take one week every year and go be alone without the without the husband and without the babies. It's crucial yeah. for your self-care. And I was like, what? Is this a thing? And I, no <laughs> one told me? <laughs> I don't know. And people have invited me that they also are like, oh, I'll take a weekend and just by myself and, you know, without a plan and just to really figure out what it's like to be alone. My dad does it twice a year. Yeah, but he's a man. It's different for men. Why is it different for men? That's it such is. a sexist thing to say. It is a sexist thing to say, but it's also the reality of what things have been, at least in our society, that... Mothers are expected to have more of their responsibility and... Not in our relationship. Not in our relationship, I know. But I mean, like, my dad was never home. You think anybody was like, oh, why aren't you home with the children? No one ever mentioned that to him. He was out building his business. I think it's definitely changing now. That's different, though. Yeah. We're talking about... Because you travel alone for work, too, and we don't count that as alone time. Of course not, if it's work. Yeah. Yeah. So what you just said about your dad is also, it was for work. No, it was not only for work. Okay. No. No, but I think most of our, that's the old school kind of traditional families. Like dad yeah. does his thing and mom stays home with the baby. It's not, of course, accurate everywhere and it shouldn't be accurate everywhere. But a lot of people are asking that. So wh- one of the questions that came with, uh, what was it like traveling with a baby? Someone wrote, uh, so from the outside, it looked like a huge accomplishment for the, for Dennis as a father to be alone. Um, do you, f- and the question was, do you feel like it is an accomplishment or like it should just be a totally normal thing? Like it's, it's not even a, no one should even say like, good job because it should just be a natural thing. I didn't, I didn't feel like an accomplishment at all. Yeah. I felt like we were just going from one place to another place. Hmm. It is, uh, like, I, I don't want to like talk about other people's kids or anything like that, but I think traveling with a kid is an accomplishment. Yeah. For anyone. <laughs> or a dog. <laughs> like we've been traveling with a dog too for like six years and that's also like an accomplishment but just to know that you got somewhere safe but it's just literally going i see it almost the same as like getting into a car and going from a to b yeah yeah so what was the actual flight like because i have i mean we she's been on like what is it now 27 flights or something crazy like that no i don't know yeah i counted it before before i flew she she's not allowed to have her own uh how do you say her fly her oh. miles cart yet until she's two? So <laughs> we don't know. I, oh, we don't know. <laughs> no, but she has literally never had a good flight with me. I mean, if we've yeah. had twenty five plus flights, each flight has been sort of worse than the next. And even short flights, like we were doing within Europe, have been absolute fucking terror terror nightmare. Yeah. And even the last flights we did before I went home alone was we had the uh, we had the iPad and we had all these you know, things prepared for her and it was still absolute shit, 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 shit. And then you went on this flight alone, which I thought was a really brave decision to do because, you know, we have been through this nightmare so many times. And I got to kind of sleep on my plane (laughs) home and I watched three movies and it was marvelous. Um, So how how did it go? (laughs) It it went really well. So what we did different 
this time that we never done with you before was that we got her own uh, seat. And when a kid is that small, when they're like an infant, they're not allowed to have their own seat yet. So during takeoff and landing, they still have to be in your lap. But when their seatbelt sign is off, they can have their own seat. And that helped so much. And it's we had we didn't pay for like an extra ticket or anything like that. It was like maybe like a seat upgrade, like a hundred bucks here and a hundred bucks there, which is still, I guess, a lot of money. But it wasn't like we paid for a third ticket. Mm-hmm. And that was so worth it to have her there. And then something that we're kind of against is the, the iPad, but uh, having the iPad there on the flight with... <laughs> Like endless amount of uh, Peppa Pig. Did you turn Peppa Pig off once? <laughs> on the first flight, we didn't use the iPad at all. And that was like a two-hour flight. And then we had to run from one gate to another gate. So I guess we started using like the iPad one hour or one and a half hour into the second flight, mm-hmm. the, the long flight, the 11-hour flight. And she did She did have a lot of poop. She did have a lot of uh, maybe she had diarrhea or maybe it was the pressure the pressure of the air but she had, I had to change seven diapers of like poop. in total and it was seven diapers of poop. Jesus Christ. And, uh, and in a normal day she'll have like one or two. Yeah, one, two if it's like very, if she's very active. <laughs> but after a while like at seven, uh, that's so, that's so much. And, and she I cried. I changing her in the, the airplane bathrooms. Yeah. I've never done that. Like I always just change her in it's the It's difficult, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. And you hate that. I hate that because it's not nice for the people. Nice. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I, I don't want other people to do that to me. But I mean, like, she cried three tri- three times. And one of them was in the first flight, she fell asleep in my lap. And then we started descending and her ears starting to hurt. I couldn't give her water while she was sleeping. And then uh, on the second flight, in the last hour at poop number six and then poop <laughs> number seven, um, she cried because she didn't want to be in that tiny bathroom to get her... Uh, diaper changed and those were all like oh like a 30 second to a one minute cry each i mean comparing yeah. that to all the other flights where she has like cried non-stop or been fuzzy non-stop or cranky non-stop or demanding like we can't sit down for one second non-stop this is like it's a night or night and day this yeah. is unbelievable yeah and i was kind of i don't know we were making jokes you were like maybe you're the problem because i am so stressed about it that i know it's going to be so hard so i kind of dread the flight for so long and then i'm I'm trying to be really calm but of course i'm tense and i'm worried about her and she's not sleeping and all this stuff and then uh i don't know do you think i am the problem or have been part of the problem um yes and no like yes in the sentence of in the sense of she when she knows you're there maybe she feels she can get that more motherly loving like from you compared to that from me because no nonsense the no nonsense <laughs> cold <laughs> you're not cold what do you mean but i mean like if she starts crying you're I'm not matter gonna, of fact yeah, yeah i'm not gonna yeah. pick her up or like unless she's hurt so she just stayed in her chair and but she didn't she was what do you mean so you're not gonna pick her up unless she's hurt no i mean like if, if she's cranky if, if she's like... cranky if, if she's like like fake crying, I guess I you would call it in her seat. I'm not gonna like oh there. Plus, you're not you don't like baby her as much yeah. as I do. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like she'll she'll be like cranky, and we're at the studio, we're doing something, and I'm like squatting down. I'm like, hey, are you okay? What can I get you? Are you yeah. like, you know? And I like, and you just kind of move on, and then she stops crying immediately. Like she just sees like, oh wait, like daddy's doing something else. M- maybe maybe I'm more military. <laughs> You're not military, are you kidding? I don't know. I, I, no, but there's something I about like, you're like no nonsense of like, hey, we're going here now. And she's like, okay. 
yeah. with me. I'm like, oh, wait, is everything fine? And she's like, no, it's not fine. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt like I tried to treat her like an adult, even though she's 15 months old. And she was able to make her own decisions. And we put food in front of her. And she was able to eat on her own. I was able to eat on my own, That's which... unbelievable. Which I actually don't cannot get. believe that you... Because it requires like a tray in front of you. Yeah. All that stuff. You know, I mean, yeah. we we have never had a meal on a plane with her. No. No. Or we had to fight to get the meal, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's... You're I so easygoing. It's annoying sometimes. But that's what I had with the traveling too. Like the fights that we had or the discussions we had for this traveling, it, it was the same as this flight. It was like a, a thing we had to do to get from one place to another place. It's not the most fun thing, but you know, when you reach there, it is going to be fun. Yeah. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Every morning when I wake up, I drink two big glasses of water. It's the best way to hydrate. But sometimes my taste buds needs a little something extra. When I'm in the mood for some flavor in the afternoon, I enjoy La Croix sparkling water. La Croix is a delicious sparkling water beverage that's calorie, sweetener, and sodium-free. All natural and environmentally friendly, you'll find nothing in it that's artificial at all. Only delicious flavors derived from the natural essence oils of each fruit. Of course, this sparkling beverage is also gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO, so it's an amazing and healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. They have 14 of the best flavors ever, like key lime, tangerine, mango, passion fruit, raspberry, and more. The coconut and lemon flavors always make me feel so refreshed after a sweaty yoga class. On top of that, the LaCroix family also includes six curate flavors with delicious mixes of fruits like pineapple, strawberry, apple berry, and cherry lime. For my listeners in the U.S., LaCroix is available nationwide. For more information, join the LaCroix community on their social channels at LaCroix Water or check them out at LaCroixWater.com. That's spelled L-A-C-R-O-I-X Water.com for all their information and a full list of retailers. Quench your thirst today with delicious, healthy, sparkling water from LaCroix. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where Ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. 
Someone asked that.、Um, it was actually a, a, a really good question.、Uh, that you're so easygoing, you're so chill. Do you have any tips for people who are not? So it says,、uh, Dennis, you seem so at ease with life. How do you keep your funny and positive outlook on life when times are hard or when things are tense? What is your secret? I don't know. But it's true. You, you definitely、But、have this. Th- this is also one of the traits you hate the most about me. What do you mean? No, it's what I love the most about you, but it's also what annoys me a lot. It annoys the most out of you. There are two different things. Your easygoingness. It's, sa- it's the same thing. It's not the same the thing. The easygoingness is the same thing as being lazy. No, it's different. It's different. <laughs> the, the, the being really slow or lazy or messy is like a different thing. I think it's the same thing. No, it's just you can we... see it in a negative way or in a positive way. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> no, but it's definitely like if you weren't easygoing and chill, I mean, we. We would never have a relationship. Like you, you are the yeah the yin to my yang, and the、yeah. other way around. So I mean, it definitely works for us. But then I think there is sometimes where it's like, okay, we got to get shit done. We got to go now. We have to do this, 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 and this.、Uh, like、and、time management. That's the thing. That's、yeah. what drives me totally. There's、uh, always tomorrow. Why do it today if you can yeah, do it tomorrow? Yeah, do it tomorrow. <laughs> Mayana, man, Mayana. <laughs> so this is another question that kind of fits in here. Dennis, what do you think your life would be like if you had never met Rachel? Well, it would sometimes be, I wonder. Like it, if, it would be very different, <laughs> but I do feel that、um, my my last two, my last ex girlfriends. I didn't have a lot of girlfriends in my life. But How many did you have? I think four. What? That's two more than I know of. No. Okay, wait. No, it's one more than I know of. No. Who's the fourth girlfriend? Oh, you mean like from young, like young? Yeah, from like high school till、oh. now, I had like four serious relationship. But anyway. I always had a. I always Wait, had. Who's a, the fourth girl? Wait, back up. So I had high school girlfriend.、Mm-hmm. I had college girlfriend,、uh-huh. and then I had that girlfriend that you met and you went to、yes. visit in. And, and you're was, the fourth. Oh, I'm the fourth. Yeah,、okay. I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the fourth. <laughs> okay, you have had four girlfriends. Yes, I get it. Okay, I'm the fourth. Yes, <laughs> moving on. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I I feel like I always had a a thing for strong and uh, like. Uh, How do you say strong opinionated or like、uh, strong characters?、Uh, Independent women. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, how would you explain it? No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a, like, a, like a strong character. Strong character. Woman. Strongly opinionated、yeah. women who do things on their own. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but that's probably because you need that. Imagine if you had like、Maybe. a, if you had a lazy, easygoing. Let's do everything tomorrow. Partner, like you would never fucking get anywhere. No, no. <laughs> I mean, probably not. You would probably be working in the same like shack on the beach somewhere. I would own it、there. by now. You think so? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I remember that one of the first major life decisions that you made in our relationship that was really for you. It was you were managing the、yeah. surf shop. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh the surf shop where we met, and all your best friends were working there, and you've been working there since you were like. Fifteen, something crazy, like your whole life, and、uh, you wanted to open a skate shop, and it was your dream since little. But you'd been at, at the surf shop forever, and the owners、yeah. of the shop were sort of like your、Other、father family, figures,、yeah. family, family brothers, however you say it. But you so badly wanted to pursue this dream, but the thought of quitting was just impossible. Yeah, because they're family. Them down and they're、yeah. family. And I remember this, this,、uh, this decision. I mean, it was at least a year. 
Um, yeah, but to be... To no, but be, I mean, a year of like me nudging you toward it, talking about it all the time, weighing the pros and cons, yeah. dreaming how it could work and everything's going to be fine. It's like, Ugh. in the end, I think like it felt like you needed like a kick in the ass too. <laughs> for, for the last second, I need like for the last part, I needed yeah. like definitely some motivation. But but that's what we're to, to be, each other. Yeah, yeah. To it's be honest, um, maybe it's because of my ex-girlfriend that also had like strong opinions but uh, oh sorry i had to burp <laughs> <laughs> but to to be honest i always felt like um like I, i'm i'm pretty ambitious like yeah. in my uh in my group of friends like i was always like the the little bit more of a a doer when it came like business wise and stuff but I'm also like, okay, we'll do this. And then tomorrow comes and then the day after Remember comes. what you said yesterday? We were watching the World Cup uh, highlights. Yeah. Or the the Sweden-Mexico uh, game and Sweden won. Woohoo! Uh, you said something really specific. Uh, that the Swedish team, they play really good. They have super good uh, tactics and team yeah. spirit or whatever they do. They just but they can't finish. They just need the finishing touch. They need the finishing touch, the killer instinct. Yeah. That kind of applies to you. Maybe. You don't think so? Maybe. No, because I think you're super, like you can have this big plan in your head and you know you want to get there, but then like along the way stuff happens, you know? Yeah, but and it's, you get it's a very... And you get like, oh, but that happened today and then this today and then that thing ends up like being something that one day in the future sign up sort of thing. Maybe, I, uh, maybe I'm overthinking this analogy because I know a little bit about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like with uh, Sweden, and I'm sorry all the Swedish listeners, uh, I love. Don't this. talk shit about the Swedish team. I love team. the team. I'm rooting <laughs> only for that team, but the difference in that analogy is when Sweden is in front of the goal, they kick the ball super hard, but they don't hit it on target, so they're kind of missing their target. Mm-hmm. So you just if never kick, you I I don't I get to the target, <laughs> I get in front of the target, and then I stop. Yes, and you're <laughs> like, wait, is this a good idea? Yeah. And then you think about all the possible negative outcomes that could be. Yeah. And then you need like a cheerleader. And like, then I need like two or three months to No, like... <laughs> you need like, here you go. Boom. But it's really important because I am the, like if I was a soccer player, which I mean, technically I could probably be this, uh, tell me a soccer player who I could <laughs> sure com- compare this to. I tried to kick a ball into our pool today and it flew into the house. It went the opposite way. <laughs> But I, I think I see myself as like the finisher. Like yeah. I would be the one to score the goals. Like that yeah. little last piece of getting a project over the finish line. The killer, yeah. That's the most insp- inspiring part for me. But then it's really good that I have you to like pause, think things through. Let's look at all the whole perspective and all objectives and, and all of that. So if, if I was just kind of with this killer instinct doing, 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 I mean, I would, I would hit a wall or it would be, um, I'm really good at finishing or starting up projects and then, but before you behind. met me, you were on the beach as well. You were also in a shack somewhere and not doing yeah. much with life. I know. But I was, yeah, it was like an intermission in my uh, in my doing <laughs> version yeah. of, of, of... Three years. Of, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, and in those three years, like I can think about what I did then. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I started working at a, as a waitress in a Well, Italian. you left home. Let's put it like that. I left home. That was a big Le- deal. Yeah, leaving home is a... It's a doing. And I didn't have any, I mean, I worked my butt off to save up money to go and sold a bunch of stuff and then, you know, got my ticket and, and left. So that was a big thing. Got my own house, like in the middle of nowhere, made new friends, like started a new life. So that was a big thing. But then when I finally, you know, I had got a job, I started working as a waitress at this Italian 
uh, restaurant. And I think within a week, I was so frustrated with how poorly everything was going that I was like in the management office, like drawing up a new plan. Trying, to, I was training the existing staff. Like this is how you greet customers. This is, you know, what the kitchen needs to change. Like I was already like. So after a couple of weeks, uh, there was talk around town. They were like, "Oh, have you seen that 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 Swedish girl's restaurant?" And people would come <laughs> thinking that it was my restaurant, but it really wasn't. So I've always found outlets to like, yeah, to, to create, I guess, or to, I like to be the fixer of shit. Like if I come into a situation like, okay, this is not working, you can improve this. Yeah. Like I like, I like that. So I always had those sort of um, roles, even in my laid back shack, <laughs> shack living. But for myself, like in, in all those years, I'd never had a, I don't remember having like a life plan. You know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this for this time. And then I'm going to pursue something. I just, I really wanted to just. I think I just wanted to rest from having like a really shitty time in my life before that. <laughs> and it was also part of being alone. And that's how I, I think, found myself because for the first time I was alone. No boyfriend, no family, no drama. Everything yeah. was new and it was just me and myself. And I sort of felt like the week that I had alone in Aruba was like I got to drop back into that version of Rachel yeah. for the first time in like a decade, I guess. And it was really nice. People were even, like I would share a video or something on Instagram. People were like, oh my God, this looks like the old yoga girl. <laughs> because that's the, the energy I was in. I was like, yeah, I felt like I was 20 years old and all my own. Yeah. I mean, for six days. <laughs> but I don't want to stay in that either. No. But I think I'm, I'm really grateful that you created that but space I, for me. I think you can be that person with a kid. Yeah, I know. I'm trying so I hard. See, I see a lot of all those moms. <laughs> What do you mean all those moms? All those moms on Instagram with kids and they're on the beach the whole day. Dude, and... fuck all the moms on Instagram <laughs> with their kids. That shit is not real. I, it looks pretty real to me. Yeah, the dream life of look at how, how perfect everything is. Dad is, is surfing, is, yeah, the kids are I'm surfing, the, the mom is with a watermelon. No one ever cries and look at all the vegan food we eat. Yeah, I, that's, I, I can get inspired by those things, but I also get triggered if I don't see anything else from a person. Yeah. So it's like, I love, I want that inspiration of that easygoing life, but I need to know that, hey, you're a human being, you have struggles too, can you share them so that I know that you're real? Well, we're going to try it in um, February. What do you mean? We're going to go to Costa Rica in February. Yes, we are. Maybe for a whole month. Maybe for a whole month. Rent a house. Yeah. I don't know. And this is this is also the, the Make thing. Make a baby. So, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> what? Practice making a baby. What, what was that? <laughs> that was, of course, one of the thousand questions. Was, are we Let's bang those questions out. I feel like you only answered two so what far. What do you mean? We're not banging <laughs> anything out. This is a podcast <laughs> conversation. <laughs> relax. You have to learn how to be more laid back. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, relax. I can try. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, yeah, are we gonna have more kids? Um, I guess one of us is. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we are gonna have more kids. Kid, kid, more kid, kid, or kids. Yeah, we definitely want Leah Luna to have a sibling, preferably like a little brother, a little son would be super awesome. But I have completely changed my mind from thinking that we should bang them out the same way you want to bang these questions out right now <laughs> and do it at the same time. Uh, and the thought was kind of like, oh, you're already, we're already living this baby life. We have all this stuff out. We're like in the zone. So you do two or three at once and then you're out of it kind of. Yeah. Um, and now the thought of that is like terrifying. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Like maybe that works for people who are not um, like in the middle of building an empire of Maybe. Shit. <laughs> but the further we go, the more I'm going to be like, mm-mm. What do you mean, mm-mm? 
Because if she's like five or six, I'm not going to want to do this all over again. You don't know that. I know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. I'm going to snip before that. Excuse me? I'm going to put an Dude. expiring date on these balls. Dude, stop. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of balls, look at Ringo and his cone. <laughs> he's a little ballless uh, baby dog. No, but I mean, it's also really nice to be alone with her. Right now, like I think for me to... If I would be pregnant right now, I mean, of course, if that would happen, it would be a super blessing and amazing. And I really trust in the universe to provide us with the perfect timing for that. So I'm not fearful or doubting or thinking we have to like control everything either. But um, I love being alone with her. I think sharing our attention with her, which is already really hard. It's hard for me at least to to work and to be a yeah. good wife and friend and boss and all this stuff when all I want to do is like be her mom. Um but Not that it's mom or, or wife. I mean, like, yeah. work or, or mom, motherhood. It's hard to mix. So if there's, like, another, you know, imagine, like, pregnancy and nausea and then... And then all of a sudden, they're playing with each other and birth, keeping each other, like, and busy and stuff. And then it's, like, back stuff. to not sleeping again for at least four or five months. And then she goes in and, like, make sure that the baby is okay. Oh, I know. So it's cute. the worst. Stop! <laughs> Dude, if you... Can you birth this, like, carry and birth this child for me? I would if I could. You really think you would? Well, I don't know. It's easier for me to say now, huh? Yeah, it's really easy for you to say. But maybe when she's like three, we can have the conversation I grew the again. belly with you last time. Yeah, you did. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah, time will tell. But she's in such a fun phase now. I mean, yeah. to me, it's like every day, it's like a marvel with her. Like we have such a good time with her. Like I miss her all day long. I'm never tired of her. Yeah. Never. And I mean, she's in this phase now where she just walks around and she points at things and she says, wow, <laughs> wow, everything is amazing. Wow. And she's so, 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 so funny. And I kind of, I, I want her to have us to herself for a little while longer. And for us to kind of, to be able to focus on what we're growing and doing with the business now, it's also important. Yeah, with the business, I fully agree. With her, I agree half. I need another I like 18 months with this business. So in nine months, we try to... <laughs> push it no in 18 months we can like but then you're then you're wanting 20 something months what do you mean dude the, this starts with months. pregnancy pregnancy counts as like work are you kidding That's yeah a lot. you work when you're pregnant i know no dude okay oh my god oh my god you are listening to from the heart conversations with yoga girl there are days when I make beautifully home-cooked meals for my family, and there are days when it's just not going to happen. Balancing busy work days and family life means I don't always have time to prioritize homemade dinners, but I still want to prioritize healthy meals for me, my husband, and my baby girl. Luckily for us, there is a way to keep the healthy but cut the work, and we can do that with Sunbasket. Sunbasket delivers delicious meal prep kits with organic produce and clean, sustainable ingredients right to your door so you can completely skip the grocery store madness. All the ingredients are pre-measured and the step-by-step -step instructions provided make complicated food prepping a distant memory. Your healthy and delicious meal is on the table in 30 minutes or less. No experience in the kitchen required. And now there are more options than ever. Just go to the Sunbasket app and pick from 18 weekly recipes. Whatever your dietary needs, Sunbasket is there for you with paleo, gluten-free, vegan, and other meal options. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh, crisp produce. Each order is created by award-winning chefs and approved by nutritionists. See how easy it is to make mindful eating a priority and get healthy, clean meals on your table with Sunbasket. There is something for every health journey and every busy lifestyle. Go to sunbasket.com slash yoga today to learn more and to get $35 off of your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash yoga for $35 off. 
sunbasket.com slash yoga. Moving on. Um, okay, question number four. <laughs> question number whatever. Um, there's an, a really overwhelming amount of questions um, about our differences as people, which we just kind of uh, talked about. Here's like <laughs> five questions that literally that I've like I had to compile them all because there were so many of them. So the questions go, how do you handle struggles of Rachel? LOL, no offense to Rachel. How do you guys deal with tension and tough times? Dennis, how do you cope with Rachel's controlling behavior? No offense, Rachel. And Dennis, what is the most challenging thing about being married to Rachel? <laughs> do you think there's like an overwhelming view out there that that I'm a difficult person to live That's with? That's weird. <laughs> People think you're controlling? Do they say anything about you being loud in there? <laughs> I'm so quiet. Like the baby. She's also... So yeah, really... she's so... All that she pterodactyl is, this... is so quiet. And she's so loud. We're so loud together. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer those questions. <laughs> okay, maybe we can break this down. What is the most challenging thing about being married to me? You being controlling. Really? No, I don't know. That, that's You're just what... <laughs> trying to give them what they want. But I think these questions are coming in right now because I've been talking about this so much on the podcast. Oh, yeah? So, so, so much about um, specifically since motherhood, like my controlling side has like skyrocketed. Yeah. skyrocketed. I wasn't I do have this, a big like problem with before. when you're trying to control me when you're not at home. Yeah. But I've been pretty clear about that. Yeah, but I don't do that much of it anymore. Yes, you do. Well, tell me, how? Yesterday, for instance. What did I do yesterday? And you're like come and uh, have lunch with us now and then I'm there and then you're eating lunch for three minutes and then you're like, take the baby, go home. But that's not being controlling. Those two things are not related. Well, it's pretty controlling to me. <laughs> that was a different thing. It was us having lunch together and then me forgetting that I had a meeting and I had to run in the middle of lunch and that sucked. But like an example of me being controlling with the baby when you're awake is that I, in my book, it's like me asking like, did she eat? What did she eat? Make sure she doesn't eat too much bread. And then like, you send a text with 10 to do things. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. probably what more is, is the... Yeah, I usually don't answer those. No, I know. You never answer <laughs> that. And I have also learned that uh, my worry... And I mean, like, like I worry that, okay, is she meeting her nutritional needs? And the reason I worry about that is because you have no fucking clue about what it means to yeah. eat healthy and what it means like what she needs to eat in a day basically i think she's just fine with chicken wings and yeah but i mean you would just as long as she's not hungry like she's fine right so with you she will eat like bread for breakfast bread for lunch bread for dinner and well, some hummus in between. on top of that bread of course <laughs> yes but so and fruit i give her lots of fruits <laughs> yes bread and fruit it's like and oh green my God, juice tell me now so when i i like to prepare for the baby i want her to eat you know, she eats tons of protein and prepare fresh homemade food and that she eats a lot of vegetables and beans and all that shit, which of course you don't do because you also don't cook. Yeah. Right. So. But she does get fresh restaurant food all the time. She gets fresh restaurant food with Dennis all the time. So what I've realized is um, for me to not be this controlling, overbearing wife, um, if I pre-prepare, so I'm like, you know, here's what she'll have for breakfast and lunch then I know you'll feed her that because you're like, oh, convenient. It's already done. Yeah. Like it's there. And then we don't have to talk. I don't even have to ask because I know she just ate something well. Or um, some days I just have to let it go. Like you're out and about and I can't, you know, it's just, it is what it is that day. But then sending you the notes is enough for me to calm that anxious mind, you know? Yeah. And I know you're not going to respond <laughs> and or you're going to continue doing what you did. But at least I like, I put it out there, you know? Yeah. So there's also like... 
Let's do some yes and no questions. Dude, <laughs> a lot of people ask this, I think, because it's really common to have these two roles in a relationship of one being more yeah. easygoing and one being more con- controlling or, or whatever. And I also don't think being controlling is not like a horrible, terrible thing. Like that side of me gets stuff done, you know? It's built this business. Yeah. yeah. It's well, renovated you can, this you house. You can control when you're <laughs> in your controlling job at work. <laughs> But it's the thing. There's so many things that are out of control. Um, we were talking about this, how this this sort of trait in both of us, I mean, it comes from different from different places and how parenting will kind of bring forth all the stuff you have to deal with, right? Yep. So my, my, my controlling side comes out because I'm worried about her, right? It's not because I enjoy being this controlling person. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Still annoying. <laughs> Okay, so if I would answer the same question, what's the hardest? Uh, did they ask you or did you just ask me? Shh, <laughs> shut up. I get to take part of this. What do you think is the most annoying thing for me of being married to you? My easygoingness. <laughs> That's how I... Uh, is that how we call it in this sentence? Yeah, too, or this is like this podcast <laughs> is making me look like shit right now. And you're like the, the saving day hero. Um, it's okay, I'll take that hit. <laughs> Um, no, I'm not going to say you're easygoingness because that's what I, what I super love about you. If I move on to something else, I think it's, um, your inability to communicate. That's oh, hard. Yeah. That's yeah, hard. I don't like talking, but people from this podcast know that already. That you don't like talking, but you talk a lot on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. talk. You talk. So how do we, uh, how do we deal with that? Like I shared how I'm working with my, well, on my controlling side. Well, how you do talk you deal? a lot. Let me finish my question. <laughs> How do you deal or work on your communication? I would say yes or no on a f- like firmer, like so people would understand I'm communicating better. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's it. No, there's much more. But you do all the talking. I just not yes or no. <laughs> How convenient for you. No, but I feel like you are working on that more. Like that's kind of a uh, something that came out of our discussions or i.e. fights that we had over these past months. Is that I feel me talking more gives us more fights. No. Yeah. You asking for what you need is a big, that was like a big yeah. takeaway that we had. That sometimes or a lot of times frustration builds up in you because you feel like you're not cared for, your needs are not met, but then you're also not communicating those needs. So no one knows what you need. Mm, okay. I, I feel like sometimes I do communicate these things, but people don't they take don't hear you. <laughs> they don't think or they don't take my needs as serious because I'm always the easygoing and I'm always like the the chill, you know, Dennis will be fine. If you ask for needs and then people freak out, they're like, Oh, Rachel needs this, otherwise hell is gonna come. That's not how it goes. Uh, I feel that's how it goes. Like what I know is in our, company. If, in our company, if we are in a really stressful place, like we, there's a lot of pressure and I know like there's something I need for me to do my job, I will articulate that. And I'll say yeah. like, this needs to happen and it's a priority today. And then everybody's like, okay, great. By today, we have to figure this out. If it's like rearranging this or whatever, some project needs to be finished. But with you, you'll kind of like, you're not say anything for a long time. No, and then I'll be like, hey, over. you know what? This this will be nice. If you can make this happen, this will be nice. Yeah, and then six months happen. Nice. Yes, maybe maybe we should talk. And everybody's like, okay, we got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> and then six months later, you're like, well, no one ever did that thing that I casually mentioned when I was making someone coffee that day. <laughs> so the communication, you know, being assertive with what you want, that's yeah. a big thing, I think. But I'm trying to do that a lot with you now. 
like I'm asking the team a lot, like, did you check in with Dennis today? Did, like, so that I'm not the one always asking, but that they also make sure that yeah. your needs are met. Yeah, it's not it's not easy, you know, Be working, but working together also. Yeah. Um, but I feel like <laughs> we're definitely doing our best. I know that. Um, okay, let's let's move on to something else. Uh, also, I'm a little <laughs> sick about talking about how controlling I am. We're making it sound like it's like totally terrible. It's not. That's why, I mean, that's, I do a lot of, yoga and meditation <laughs> to arrive in a place of more maybe you should go to ca what's that control anonymous <laughs> okay okay fork you <laughs> moving on um so okay speaking of business um dennis this question is for you if you weren't in the yoga girl business what would you be doing retail oh that was super fast yeah because yeah. that's what i do that's what you do i still do that yes you still do <laughs> so share a little bit what is it like what is your uh being uh, like owning a retail store, like make sure that it's stocked and selling. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Uh, uh, when we uh, maybe I don't know if I talked about this in uh, in past podcast, but w the last retail store that I had with together with my best friend and managed, we had a a very niche boutique. Niche boutique a lot of times are not the best because you don't have a lot of clients. You had a little. A skate shop, you mean? Yeah. A fancy little skate shop. A fancy skate shop <laughs> is a niche boutique. Yeah. Yes, very niche. <laughs> but anyway, what we would do was uh, we would have a big red couch that I kind of miss. And uh, I had a we had a TV in there. We had a PlayStation in there. So all the kids would come after school and they would come there and play, take turns and play uh, PlayStation, soccer or a uh, murder game like a <laughs> Call of Duty, <laughs> which good. is super fun. Um, and yeah. We did that for two and a half years and it was super fun. And I still get like people asking about those days. They, the, the kids really miss it. It was a, it was a really nice period. Did anything else pop up on the island to kind of replace salad skate shop? There, no. And there never really was something before that either yeah. that had that kind of vibe. But yeah, I think that... It was a community space. Yeah, yeah. We would like... They would come and chill and wait till we close so then all of us could go skate together hmm, for sunset. Yeah. yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. The red couch. Didn't someone take that red couch? Yeah, Shazim. Shazim has the red couch. Ah, yeah. oh, so we could actually bring it back. No, I don't, I don't think we want it back. <laughs> it was gross before it was in the skate shop. <laughs> it was gross before it was in a skate shop and then I think... Uh, Shazim maybe made it a little grosser. <laughs> but those were really those were really good times. And you're really good at that. And it's what you do um in our business right now. Yeah. Um our baby just woke up. Can you press pause? You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. After too much traveling, my family is back in Aruba. It feels so good to have our normal routine falling into place again. That means I wake up early before the baby to do yoga, sit on my back porch, and enjoy a cup of Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee. If you haven't tried this coffee yet, you are for sure missing out. By mixing their coffee with mushrooms, Four Sigmatic has created a healthy and delicious super drink that is the best way to start your day. On top of that, this mushroom coffee contains powerful antioxidants and immune-boosting properties to keep you happy and healthy for days to come. Four Sigmatic creates their blends with only the highest quality mushrooms and other superfoods, ensuring they're free from pesticides, mycotoxins, and other harmful chemicals. Being less acidic than normal coffee is, there's no need to worry about stomach burns or other common side effects like the jitters. Best of all, it tastes great. 
Four Sigmatic offers everything from mushroom coffees, elixirs, hot cacaos, and matchas. I'm back at home and I'm back to basics, regularly enjoying the dark rose brew with lion's mane and chaga mushrooms. When I kickstart my morning with this mixture, my productivity, focus, and creativity are boosted to power me through my work days at the office or at home with a baby. I drink it whenever my brain needs an energizing hug. Discover the everyday magic of mushrooms for yourself with this awesome deal for From the Heart listeners only. Right now, when you head to foursigmatic.com slash yoga girl, you'll get 15% off of your entire order. That's 15% off of any order placed on Four Sigmatic's website, but you have to use my special URL, foursigmatic.com slash yoga girl. That's spelled F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash yoga girl. Okay, next question. Um, this is a, a good one because it made me think a little bit. Um, someone is asking, what are your favorite daily, so day-to-day routines? Stuff that you guys always do. Me and the baby. All or of us. All of us. Oh, that was a question for all of us. I thought you were asking me. I think it's a question for all of us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have do you have something specific? Uh, I like it when we run together as a family. Yeah, I hate it so much. <laughs> we ran yesterday. That shit was excruciating torture. Like, I don't even know. What, what, what I mean, what do you love about it? That I get to go running? <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. But I mean, like, it's nice to do something together. Yeah, I love the idea of it. And I love it, like, when we drive to the beach together and then we take the stroller out and we prepare everything. And then we start running, and then... Then it's not so fun anymore. <laughs> then it's not so fun anymore. <laughs> Someone was asking me yesterday, if you hate running so much, why do you do it? Because I like to, to do it. I like to do it, all of us. The family runs. You ran on events. your own a few days ago. Two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not really it. But yeah, that's your favorite thing that we do a lot? Well, that's the thing that comes to mind because we did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yeah... That's what what is the favorite thing for you then? Um I love our mornings. Yeah. Like our mornings are my favorite and I'm appreciating it so much right now especially after not having it like for these past for this whole spring. So um you know like her waking up and getting her out of her crib and you kind of stay in bed a little longer and then we go out and I cut fruits for her and then I love to prepare like a really nice breakfast and like candles or we sit outside and like breakfast is like a thing for us, I feel. Yeah. Like the other day, like I made breakfast the way I always do. And then you're like, hey, I got to go. I got a meeting. I was like, what? I felt like deceived that you were not going to have <laughs> breakfast with us because we always have breakfast Yeah. together. And to me, that's like, that's my favorite moment of the day. I really love that. Do you have a, a least favorite daily routine or like something that? we have to do every day or that we do every day that you don't enjoy so much yeah when we were not running <laughs> everything else <laughs> the other 23 hours of the day <laughs> no no i don't know like as for me as long as i know that we are gonna do something fun in the day the day is okay but if we're just stuck at home the whole day then it sucks mm. but we're not often stuck at home no Mm-mm. Um, a lot of, uh, because I decided at least since having that week to myself that I wanted to start making some changes. And in last week's podcast, I was kind of, um, I didn't know what those changes were going to be because I felt like we have to get back to the day-to-day stuff, um, for me to know what works. But we have been, we have been making, we have had some changes over the past week since you've been back, right? 
Do like what? Anyone. Yeah. Like getting up really early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to do that before we traveled too. No. Before, like not before the baby woke up. Not, yeah, not like 5 a.m. early. Mm-hmm. But uh, we used to wake up like at 6 every day. Yeah, but not, I guess uh, what I mean is like the conscious decision to sleep early and yeah. change some stuff around in the evenings. So we can get up early and you can go for a run or practice yoga and I can practice. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of ready to go by the time the baby wakes up. Yeah. How is that? How is that for you so far? We haven't done it so much yet. I've done it every day since you came back. Really? Yes. <laughs> I haven't. I think I did it You were it up once. this morning. No, you ran yesterday. No. I haven't. I what didn't run it? in the morning. I can't remember. You got up. So, oh, no, you had a race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had a, uh, had a triathlon. A, yeah. Yeah. You had a triathlon and then this morning you got up early. Yeah. Um, too. But I have been every day since, since you guys came home, I have been up at 5 or 5.30 and I've been on my mat outside by sunrise and this was something that i really enjoyed when when i was alone um and it sort of gave me like a head start i guess to the day so that i didn't feel like i'm always behind trying to catch up on stuff but i got my alone time in every morning yeah and to me it makes a huge difference like it makes a big 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 difference in my overall um well-being but it also means like we decided yesterday that we're not gonna uh, like we're going to go to bed early and, you know, so we can actually have those mornings, but it's really hard. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I kind of want to have my cake and eat it too. Like if, I want late if nights. You can, <laughs> if you can nap in the day, you can. No, I can't. Like I can't, if we are up to like 12 or one, I can't get up at five and still function. Yeah. I probably shouldn't try that either. But that's at least, I mean, it's a big part of my self care and something that I decided that I'm going to stick to. Um, and then another thing that we talked about that we haven't tried out yet was that um, we discussed having once a month for each of us a day to ourselves. And then you countered that and said every other month a weekend to ourselves instead. Every season. Like every, every season. Every, yeah. Like every, once a quarter. Once a quarter, yeah. And are we going to do Are we gonna do that? It's That's up to you. Yeah. I, I feel like you need it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but can't you see like, you know, a part? Because I ask you a lot. Like, don't you want to be alone? Go take a trip with the guys, do something. But you're not, yeah. you're not into that so much. Well, if one of the guys are doing a surf trip or they're doing something specific, I probably would want to join. But you wouldn't but plan it. I would rather have like a week that I know, every week I know that like Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning is my morning to work out compared to like having like, a day in the week or having like if i can just move my body for a few hours and like every morning i i will be good for the for the week yeah that's your i mean that's really that's your self-care is that movement and that kind of intense more intense movement than than i do at least yeah. like long runs long bike rides all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah and is there anything else that you feel is a part of your self-care routine that you know that that you need to feel good throughout the week basically move (laughs) (laughs) you're so easy (laughs) and this has been like my big big contemplation of how can i make space for this and how can i make space for that you know like the idea of being that easygoing like hippie version of me that that just is so relaxed all the time while being a mom (laughs) i'm trying i'm trying to make my way there and maybe little bits at a time i i can't like i don't know yeah yeah i think uh (laughs) what they always say is like with the first kid you're always like it's the Faberge egg with the second kid you don't really care anymore (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, we have we have a little Fabergé egg. She's very loud. Yeah. But yeah, do you mean like in terms of being being more nervous? I guess. Yeah, being more relaxed. Yeah, with the second one. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to be relaxed now with her. That's well, my thing. Switch the button on. Switch the relax button <laughs> on. Yeah. Anyway, I wish there was a button to like. Okay, let's be a, let's be a chill human being every day. But that's not really how it works for me. So that part, like being up early, doing what I need to do, so. Because I, if I put it at the end of the day, it doesn't happen. Like that's yeah. just what it is. So that's a, a non-negotiable that I'm inviting now. Um, and for you, I mean, it is, it's those movements. And I've figured out that if, if you don't do that, like you get really miserable. I get angry. Yeah. You get angry and frustrated. And then we start fighting and I'll be like, why is he such a fucking grumpy person? And I'm like, oh, okay, wait, did you like move this week? And then you didn't. Yeah. So it's good that we start like recognizing each other's needs and then supporting each other. And that is... is, is it's really good. Yep. I hope we can do a better job at that from now. Yeah, we can try. Okay. Okay, so we are about to enter this super intense time right now. Today is our uh, anniversary. We're going to celebrate today. And then tomorrow we step into 23 days of teacher training. Are you ready for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no. How are you ready? How are you? Uh, I don't have the the only chore I have is to be with the baby, <laughs> but I mean, uh, ready like I can, yeah, of course I can do it, but uh, not ready in the sense of like I would wish to have like a little, uh, like a little nanny or something to help me like one or two hours in that week so I can uh, move a little bit. Yeah, but. it's a lot. It's a long. It's a long training. It's our intensive training. We have fifty-two people here. There, most of them for have a whole arrived. month. For a whole month, and the studio is kind of. I don't want to say frantic because everything is under control, but just being in the chaotic. studio, chaotic, being at the studio today, you can kind of feel the energy of everyone gearing up for this huge thing. And the cafe is super busy and all the classes are super full. So it's, um, it's a big thing for us. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited. Do you remember last time, the last one we had? Yeah, but in that one too, I wasn't in there so much. I was there for like the welcome and the departing dinner. Yeah. But for the rest, it was, uh, yeah, you guys were super busy. Do you do you miss it, like being part of the groups in this sort of way? Yeah, a lot. I loved, like, I would love to have you back teaching at the studio and then us doing our, like, anatomy workshops and, you know, pose breakdowns and stuff together. Yeah, maybe in the future. <laughs> <laughs> when is that future? I don't know, when the baby's old enough to, uh, or maybe or when we, the baby in school, I don't know. Or maybe when you when you practice enough yoga to... To teach again <laughs> maybe but i think for me to practice enough yoga is like a couple of months of practicing yeah. for the baby to be old enough to take care of itself it's a couple of years i but guess we uh we we did something huge oh my god we didn't even talk about that we we made a mass massive decision for our self-care and the sake of our business we uh hired an pair <gasps> what <laughs> <laughs> Am I not allowed I, to say I'm, that? Yeah, you can say that, but I'm still a little skeptical. You're, you're, why are you skeptical? Okay, so... She has to... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, one thing at a time. So we have hired an au pair um, because the baby is, is super young. There's not really a, like a kindergarten or anything good for her to do here now. I mean, at 15 months old. And we want to continue spending time with her when she's this little, but we also have so much fucking work to do. That's just what it is. Yeah. So part of mine and Dennis's like decision over our uh, over our last uh, discussions over the past couple of months is that okay we need an extra pair of hands so that 
we can do what has to get done in a day and not like go insane. So we have hired an au pair. Swedish au pair. A Swedish au pair. A Swedish girl. Uh, we're super excited. Her name is Beatri- Beatrice... How do I say that Bia. in English? Bia. <laughs> um, and she's coming in like three weeks or four it, weeks. Four weeks. If she uh, passes her driver's test. <laughs> yes, she doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> so that's why I'm a little skeptic. <laughs> that's your skepticism. Yeah. Okay, okay. But I think she's going to do great and then she'll be here. And, uh, and then life will be super different. Yeah. Like you're very excited about that because it means that you can kind of go back to work. Yeah. In a real way. I'm nervous about it because uh, I want to be with the baby all the time. It's just I'm constantly conflicted because I have too much to do. And yeah. we're in a space right now where we can't really slow down in terms of business. So it's like, I have to be away. So I don't know. I'm, I am I want to manage my guilt. Like I w- I'm trying to think of it. Okay, if we were just a normal forking family and we had nine to five jobs and then every morning we go to work, like that's yeah. normal. Everybody does that. Um, you know, I just have to put myself in that mindset of like, that's a normal thing. There's nothing bad about that at all. Yeah, but we're not going to do it for 10 hours a day though. No, we're going to have her like, so she's going like to work part-time, part-time at the studio yeah. and part-time maybe in the shop, in the boutique or something, and then part-time with us. But I'm really excited about it. And she's Swedish, so the baby will like... Learn Swedish. Learn even more Swedish. That's like the only language she speaks. But Go I on. mean, the older she gets, the more she goes around with other people, the less she, Swedish she will hear. Yeah, she needs to learn more papiamento. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's your job. That's your job for sure. That's the island's job. <laughs> it's the island's job but how um how are we going to celebrate today i was looking at all of our wedding photos um kind of dreaming my way back to our wedding our wedding was the best no offense to patrick and olivia or uh, bella and gustav or any of the amazing weddings we went to this this year but our wedding was was i mean it was great i, I liked it <laughs> yeah you had a good time it was good it was nice <laughs> Fuck you. There was like a welcome drink. It was like a middle drink. And then there was a farewell drink. <laughs> oh my God, we drank so much. That was the, yeah. the, the craziest weekend. I kind of want to relive it. Like, can we do a, can we do a, an anniversary, like a reunion party next year? I'm up for it, but it's... It's a lot aff- of work. Can, yeah, and can we afford it? Can we afford it? <laughs> That I asked that is today. I was like, can we do like a party for our fifth anniversary? He's like, yeah, you think your dad will pay for this one too? Because <laughs> he helped us with the, with, with the first wedding, with the wedding. Um, no, probably not. I think that's, that's on us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can afford a dinner for 200. <laughs> 200 people are not going to come. I mean, we should invite everyone who was at the wedding. But I mean, if we are like 50 people who show up, I think that's, that's probably good enough. If we make ramen, we can afford it, I guess. If we make ramen, that's, that would be cool. Yeah. A ramen party. We can serve a palmera rum, like the really cheap Aruban rum. Yeah. Mm, it sounds like a party. Let's do it. So we have tonight to celebrate our anniversary. I have a surprise for you, actually. But I know already what you're doing. No, you or you, you have an extra surprise? Yeah. Huh. Is what it, do you mean you know what? Is it sexy? <laughs> Very sexy. <laughs> no, actually, it's not at all. But I, I can oh. maybe arrange something in that department too. Okay. If I try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be a good evening. I feel like tonight's like our la- our night to land. So it's good that this falls on our on our anniversary. Yeah. So happy anniversary, babes. Happy anniversary to you too. Anniversary. Uh, let's uh, let's make a commitment to for this next year of our marriage to do really. To do a better job at taking care of ourselves. Okay. 
Do you agree? Like I, not of ourselves as like couple stuff, but like this self. Why not? Both because I think we do that really well. Oh yeah. You don't? No, I'm just asking you. <laughs> if you get to look at the year that's coming, what would you like to like make sure that we do? Um like all the things I can think of, they're all kind of sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, we made it through a whole hour podcast that you did not make any inappropriate sex <laughs> jokes. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. So do you want to talk about that later? Okay. Let's talk yeah. about that later. Maybe. Do you have a surprise for me too? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you said you were going to take care of this one. So I thought, okay, it was on you. <laughs> And we decided. I just geared you up for like an inappropriate joke. And you oh, didn't take it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I thought uh, we were gonna give each other gifts in one month. Yeah, we are. We are. We'll save it. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the on the show. Uh, maybe next time you're on the show, you can uh, on the podcast share the surprise that you did for me for anniversary. Okay. That's my way of holding you accountable. <laughs> to actually Sounds good. <laughs> Okay, I love you. Long time. Love you too. Did we do all the questions though? No, no, no. There was no? like thousands of them. We'll okay. do a part two. Okay. Thank you guys for checking in. We'll see you or I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and a huge thanks to my guest, my husband, Dennis Schoenwald. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of them on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work, and thanks to my sponsors, TransferWise, LaCroix, Sunbasket, and Four Sigmatic. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.